Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. Happy Thursday. So today is August 1st, and I can't believe we're already in August. It's pretty crazy. But um, I wanted to share something with you because today is a special day in my life for a couple reasons. But, you know, today, four years ago, was a day that God started speaking to me about my future, started giving me words and speaking to me in a way I've never experienced before. And the only thing I could say is because it was because of my depth of pain and my depth of hurt that I was so open in a way to God like I had never been before. I don't know if you've ever found yourself in this kind of place where you're just hurting and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what God's going to do, but you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to figure out, God, how are you going to use this for my good? How is this going to be something that's good for me? Because we hear in church and we hear from people like, God's going to work it out for your good and he has a plan for you and he's had a plan for you before you were even born and and all this stuff, you know, and it's awesome to hear. But when you're in a moment where you're hurting, when you're in a moment where things are difficult, it's super hard to connect those scriptures and it's super hard to connect those truths unless you're connecting for yourself who God is. Like you can hear a scripture and it's awesome, but if it isn't made real to you in the moment and you don't know the character of God and you haven't discovered that in your life, it's very difficult to connect it all. And for me, I found myself in the situation where four years ago, um, the guy that I was married to had left and this was two days. So two days before what today was four years ago. He had left me on a missions trip, was having an affair. Uh, We haven't even been married a year at this point. He had been having an affair for about six months or so. And he had left me for one of my youth leaders and one of my former people that was in my life and uh, had left me on this trip, like right before our one year anniversary in New York where we got married while I was on a missions trip leading a bunch of teenagers on a student missions trip because I was the youth pastor at the time. And I was just devastated. I I had no idea. Like I had never been in a situation like this. I had never expected it to come. I had never seen this coming. Like I honestly had no way of knowing that he would have ever cheated on me. Like I had no clue. And that's the honest truth. And it makes me feel dumb that I didn't know. But the truth is, is that I found myself in a place where I was like, God, I have lived my life for you. I saved myself for marriage. I did it all the quote unquote right ways. Not that I was perfect, but I tried to honor you in everything. So how are you going to use this for my good? How are you? How is this a part of your plan? I'd like to see because I have no clue. And then I kind of like went down this thought process of, well, you know, I got to give, you know, one of the things my dad has always taught me is you got to give God something to work with and people something to respect. And I thought to myself, I've got to give God something to work with. So I've seen God work in my life. I've seen him come through in my life. I know the character of God. I know that he loves me. I know that he's for me, even though I've never been in this situation before. I know that God has been faithful to me. So I decided I'm going to give God something to work with. And I said out loud, these are all conversations I had out loud with God. (laughs) I said, devil, you're not going to get one day from me. You're not going to get me like stuck in depression or stuck in dysfunction or stuck 
so anywhere when God's trying to bring me forward. So, you know, I, I decided to trust God. I, that's basically what that means. I decided to go, God, I'm going to put this in your hands. And whatever happens, it's going to be because I follow you there. And so God actually gave me this scripture. He gave me two specific scriptures, but I'm just going to read one to you today. It's in Psalms 31, 19 through 24. It says, and this was like, I was asking God, I was like, God, I need to know what you're going to do. And this is the scripture he gave me. You have stored up so many good things. You have stored them up for those who have respect for you. You give those things while everyone watches. You give them to people who run to you for safety. They are safe because you are with them. You hide them from the evil plans of their enemies. In your house, you keep them safe from those who bring charges against them. Give praise to the Lord. He has showed me his wonderful love when my enemies attacked the city I was in. I was afraid and I said, I've been cut off from you, but you heard my cry for your favor. You heard me when I called out to you for help. Love the Lord, all you who are faithful to him. The Lord keeps safe those who are faithful to him, but he completely pays back those who are proud. Be strong, all you who put your hope in the Lord and never give up. You know, that was such an encouraging scripture to me because I look back at that and I think, this was the situation where I thought my life was over. I wasn't thinking like this first part of the verse says, you have stored up so many good things for me. Like I was thinking, this is not a good situation. This can't be from God. This has to be from the devil. Like that's honestly what I was thinking. This is attack from the enemy. This is the devil. And this is terrible. And then the scripture, you know, I hear that and I'm like, okay. And then, you know, the scripture goes on to say that you keep them safe because you're with them. And that you hide them from the evil plans of the enemy. That you keep them safe in your house and any charges who've been brought against them, you will keep them from those things. And that even though while we feel like we've been cut off, God hears us. He hears us and he knows what we need and he's faithful. And it says that he, he takes care of it. So be strong and never give up. You know, for me, I was, I was, I was freaking out. Like four years ago, I had no idea what God was going to do with my life. I was ashamed. I was fearful. I was angry. But today, on August 1st, four years ago, that was when things started to change for me. Because I started to realize I have a God who is faithful. I have a God who loves me. And even though I don't know the outcome of this, I know that in the end we win. And I know I'm on a winning team. I know I'm, I'm aligned with God. I might not be perfect. I might not have not known what I was doing in my marriage. I might not have been the smartest person in my marriage or the best wife. But I know that whenever I submit whatever my lack is to God, it says in the Bible that when I'm weak, his power is made perfect in my weakness. So I, if I can exchange my weakness and I can give it to him, he will exchange it for his strength. And you know, I look back on today and I smile. And that's why I wanted to name this recording this because I don't look back and I'm not angry at the guy who left me. I'm not angry at the girl who had the affair with my husband. I'm not angry at the situation. I'm not angry like of the timing, like for goodness sakes, like I was on a missions trip with kids. <laughs> like that was the worst timing. Like I was literally like, what in the world, God, like are you doing? But I look back and I go, like this was not my timing. This is not what I wanted to happen but I feel so loved by God because looking back, I'm so grateful because he saw what 
I thought I wanted and he exchanged it for what was best for me. Because, you know, the guy that I was married to isn't some evil human. He's a flawed human, just like I'm a flawed human. And he has to be accountable for what he does between him and God. But so do I. It's not just one-sided because somebody cheats on you or somebody leaves you or somebody mistreats you or even abuses you that only they're held accountable to God. I'm held accountable to God just the same for what I do and how I react and what I do. And he wants to He wants to bless me, so I got to give him something to multiply. I got to give him something to bless in my life. So no matter what happened to me, I wasn't going to be a victim. I wasn't going to live like a victim. I wasn't going to act like a victim. I was going to go from that day forward and deal with my hurt and deal with my pain and give it to him and not just stuff it or try to act like it's not going to hurt me or whatever and try to be strong. Like I'm going to deal with my pain. I'm going to grieve. I'm going to trust him with it. But Ultimately in my life, I was not going to let this be a weapon that was used against me, that ruined me or ruined my life or ruined my heart or ruined my mind. I was going to turn it over to God so that it could be a weapon against the enemy so that I could help people for the rest of my life find freedom. Because I didn't have people in my life that had been through this. I know that I needed God's help. I could not make it without God. I remember telling myself, just make it through today. All you have to do is make it through today. And I just, I can't even tell you what it means to look back. And, and it's often only times that we look back that we see all that God's done. And today I choose to let it be a day that I celebrate. Like I obviously celebrate like me and my husband now, our anniversary, and he's amazing and he's a total blessing from God. Like I, I would have never been married to Cole if it wasn't for this happening. I would have never had the life that I have now if my husband wouldn't have left. And on a level, I'm so grateful for it, which it sounds so crazy to say. But I look back and I'm like, God literally removed what wasn't for me because he knew my husband that I was married to before. The first guy, he knew him better than me. He's his son. So he knew exactly what he was gonna do, how he was gonna operate, what he was gonna choose. And God loved me enough to remove me from that, to deliver me from that and to heal me through that so that I could have what he had for me, which was not... It was not a rejection. It was an upgrade. And I want to say that to you guys today because maybe maybe your life's great. Maybe you never really faced things that would be considered just like quote unquote hard or difficult. The thing I want to challenge you with and encourage you with is, you know, one day you will face something that's very painful for you. And for those of you that have, you know what I'm saying. But there will be a time that you face in your life that is painful And the thing I want to let you know is that God never lets you go through something and doesn't intend for it to be useful in your life. But if you don't let him have it, it will just be trash in your life and it will be hurt and pain and it will seem so useless and it will seem like it was meaningless. And this is where I think people go like marriage doesn't work. Relationships don't work. God doesn't work. That Christian thing doesn't work. And it's because it doesn't work out how they want it to. But where I see the miss is in their own life is they didn't give it to God. They left the control in their own hands. And so therefore it's not working because you're only capable of doing so much with what you have. But when you give it to God, he can multiply and change and maneuver and deliver and redeem things that you never even thought were possible. But that's why I think, you know, we hear even, you know, there's a song called The Beautiful Exchange and it's talking about like our sins and stuff. But there's this beautiful exchange that happens with God when we give him our ashes 
our, our, our trash, our stuff that seems worthless, that's not helping us, that is just hurtful, painful, seems of no use for good things in our life. And we go, here, God, he exchanges it for beautiful things. And I can look back today and I can smile and I can be grateful and I could celebrate today, not because the guy that I was married to left, not because my life imploded and in front of everybody, but I can look back and know, just like that scripture says, God has so many things that are stored up for us. And sometimes we can't see it and we get frustrated and we stay in that position. And you know, whenever this stuff first happened in my life, I would go, God, fix this, God, change this, God, do what only you can do. But then after a couple months, I started changing my prayer. And I started saying something like, God, you know what I want. You know what I desire, but more than what I want. Because I was thinking the best thing would be for my marriage to be restored. But God knew actually what was best, even though he knows, he knows what I want. He knows what's best. So I, I changed my prayer. I changed my prayer to say, God, you know what I want, but I want what you want more than what I want. So God, help for what you want to happen in my life, and I, I'm going to follow that. And it radically changed my healing process. It radically changed my perspective because so often I think we're caught up in what we want and how it should happen and when it should happen and who it should be and how it should be. And we get so frustrated and we're led by our expectations and our emotions. And so therefore our fruit is frustration and hurt. And we get stuck in our hurt and we get stuck in our frustration. And then we point the finger at God instead of realizing Like the Bible talks about his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher. If he created your body, if he created the world, why can't he handle this situation for you? Why are you trying to take it in your own hands? Have you ever thought of that? What would it look like if you just trusted God with it? And you said, God, you know what I want, but I want what you want more than what I want. It takes a lot of courage to say that. But what I can tell you from my life experiences is the best thing I've ever done. Because what I found is that what I wanted was not what was best. And looking back, it's not even what I wanted. It's not what I would have wanted for my life today. I wouldn't have wanted to live that life. And thank God he knew exactly what was best for me. And I trusted him with it because today I look back on that season and I go, God, I thank you so much that even though I had to deal with pain, even though I had to deal with rejection, even though I had to deal with loss, I also received so much more. I received an intimacy with him. I received, honestly, a purpose in him, an anointing through him that I would not have had if it wasn't for the situation. And what I got out of it is so much more than what I lost. And that's what I want to tell you today. I'm believing for your life that you're going to be able to look back and smile on the goodness of God because what he's going to add to you is so much more than anything you could have ever lost or anything that that didn't work out or, or should have worked out and didn't or ended up a certain way that you didn't want it to end up, he's going to add to your life so much more than you could have ever asked or imagined. You know, there's this song that we've been singing a lot in church, and it's, it's called The Goodness of God. But it says, all my life, you've been faithful. All my life, you've been good. With every breath that I'm able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I want to challenge you. Start looking for the God wins in your life and celebrate those. Don't just celebrate a birthday. Don't just celebrate the weekend. Don't just celebrate whatever. Like celebrate what God's doing in your life, even when you can't see it. Because guess what? When you start doing that, you're going to see him moving a lot faster because your brain and your mind, your emotions, your heart, you're going to get on track with what he has for you. And you're going to start seeing what he's doing because guess what? You're not going to fight against it. You're not going to resist it. You're just going to trust him. You know, I love the story in the Bible where the disciples are on the water and, 
you know, they're, the storm is happening and they're all upset and they wake Jesus up and they're like, Jesus, did you not know that there's a storm happening? Like, I don't know how he was sleeping on a boat like that when there's a storm, but you know, he's sleeping, he needed a nap, obviously. And the disciples wake him up and they're in a panic. They're in a full blown panic. And he literally says, basically, did you not know that I was with you? And I want to ask you that when you freak out, when you're messed up, when you're jacked up in your life and you just go to God and you want to blame him or you want to say, fix this. I want to remind you, do you not know that God's with you? Do you not know that he goes before you and he pay, he prepares the way to your victory? Because that's exactly what he's doing. And just because you can't see him moving does not mean he's not moving. He does his best work when you can't see it. So I want to challenge you today and I want to encourage you to know that God is doing so much in your life and you're going to be able to look back and smile. Just like I do today, that it's such a special day for me. It doesn't mean that everything's perfect. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It doesn't mean that my life is perfect. But I'm able to look back and celebrate because of who God is in my life, because of all that he's done, because of all that he's multiplied and what he's taught me and how close we've gotten and the relationship that I've built and the trust and and where I want to go even from here and grow and be better. I can celebrate that because guess what? I have breath. I have a purpose. I have a life and so do you. And until you stop breathing, it's not over. So no matter what it feels like, no matter what it looks like, no matter how lonely it is, I want you to know that he's for you. So who can be against you? That just like that scripture said, he's storing up good things. And guess what? You can't always see it, but one day you're going to reap it. You're going to get it and you're going to be able to look back and smile and go, thank you, God, because that's exactly where I'm at today. And I know every year as I look back, I hope my, my challenge to myself is to always celebrate the God wins in my life because when I do, it gives him more power than the bad things. It's weird how we, we point out the bad things. We're like, oh, this happened. Like either I lost this person or this situation happened. I lost my job. It's, it was such a hard time in my life. Did you notice what God did outside of it? Because when you start noticing all that he's doing, you start seeing it in your everyday. You have to be the one that becomes more aware. It's not that God's not working. It's just we're not always aware of what he's doing. So maybe your prayers need to change like mine did. Maybe instead of praying for what you want, you need to pray to have a heart for what God wants for you because he knows exactly what you need. You might want something, but guess what? I'm so grateful for the unanswered prayers of my life. Because it's almost the unanswered prayers that were the best things that ever happened to me. And I just want to pray for you today. God, I thank you for every single person that's going to listen to this. I thank you for every person who is going to share this with somebody else. And I thank you that, God, you know exactly where we're at. You're the one that created us. You're the one that gave us a purpose and a life. And you knew exactly what we would go through. God, I know that we live in a fallen world and not everything's perfect. But you are and your love is perfect. And I thank you that you have a plan for us and you have a way even when we can't see it, that you're storing up good things, that you're a good God. Even when things don't look good, you're a good God. And we can, we can worship you and praise you for that. That even though our situation doesn't look good, even though things are hard, you're still good and you're still gonna be faithful. So I just thank you that God, we would have more of a revelation of that in our life than ever before. That we would trust you, that we would put our hope in you, that we would be able to step into a place where we have a peace that passes all understanding because our hope is in you. Our trust is in you. It's not in what it looks like, what it feels like. It's not in how it should be or how it shouldn't be, but it's in who you are. And God, 
you're a God who does have good for us. You have good things stored up. You have a plan and it's beyond what we could ever ask or hope or imagine. So I just speak a blessing. I speak peace. I speak joy over every single person that's going to listen to this. And I just believe that maybe right now in this moment, like I had on August 1st, 2015, there would be a shift in their life that no matter where they find themselves today, that they would all of a sudden have this God moment that they could celebrate in their life of a win, that you spoke to them, that you showed them a new way, that you showed them a new perspective, and they could look back and know, just like I can, at the moment my life direction changed, because it was the moment that my heart direction changed that my life started to change. And God, I want to trust you more. I want to see more of you in my life, and I know they do too. So we just want to say thank you, because as we're grateful, God, I know that's what releases the joy and the peace and the awareness to see what you're doing, because we're not focused on what's going wrong. We're focused on all that's right. And God, you're doing a lot of great stuff in our life every single day. So we celebrate who you are. We celebrate what you're going to do. We celebrate what you've already doing that we don't even see yet. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.